time for your morning briefing of junior mining and mineral exploration news. You are tuned in to Mining Stock Daily. Now, reporting from the Clear Creek Digital Studios in Denver, Colorado, here's your host, Trevor Hall. Good morning, everybody. Welcome into the Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing. This is Trevor Hall, and today is the morning of Tuesday, April 4th. Thanks for joining us. After getting pushed down Sunday night from $1,986 to $1,966 per ounce, shortly after midnight Monday morning, the gold price took a steep escalator ride up to a high of $2,008 before pulling back to close that afternoon session at 2001 Silver followed a similar price path, only its moves were exaggerated relative to moves in gold. Silver was shoved from $24.10 down to $23.72 per ounce before jumping on that escalator with gold. Silver traded as high as $24.34 before an effort was made to hammer the price back below $24. That effort failed, and silver settled the afternoon session at $24.10. The Mining Stock Journal said that it looks like a steep overnight sell-off in the dollar may have herded short-term trading money into gold and silver although it's also likely the Eastern Hemisphere central banks follow through on their heavy buying of physical metal in the first quarter, with a healthy appetite for more gold to start off the second quarter. The mining stocks followed the rally in the metals with a rally of their own. Though they pulled back from the highs early in the trading session, the GDX closed up 2.3%, and Amex Goldbugs Index finished the day 1.9% higher than its Friday close. The Mining Stock Journal said that while sentiment indicators are not signaling a top in the latest precious metals sector rally, the RSI and MACD indicators both show an extreme overbought condition in the sector. The newsletter added, though, that momentum indicators can stay overbought for long periods of time. We'll get to the news out of the miners and explorers here in just a moment, but first a quick word about today's sponsor. This episode of Mining Stock Daily is brought to you by Western Copper and Gold. Western Copper and Gold is focused on developing the world-class casino project in Canada's Yukon Territory. The casino project consists of an impressive 11 billion pounds of copper and 21 million ounces of gold in an overall resource. Western Copper and Gold trades on the TSX and the NYSE American with WRN. Be sure to follow the company via their website at westerncopperandgold.com. And here's what you need to know this morning. NGEX Minerals reported the discovery of a significant new zone of high-grade copper, gold, and silver mineralization at the Potro Cliffs Project in San Juan, Argentina. Today's results are interpreted to be the first intercepts into the edges of a major new copper-gold system located midway between the company's Los Alados copper-gold porphyry deposit 9 kilometers to the north and Philo Mining's gold copper silver epithermal porphyry deposit seven kilometers to the south highlights included multiple zones of massive to semi-massive sulfide veins and breaches intersected in hole two including four meters at 8.4 percent copper equivalent and 60 meters at seven and a half percent copper equivalent which included 10 meters hold your breath 18 percent 
copper equivalent. 10 meters of 18%. Wow. As a reminder to folks, last week, Lundin Mining, with part of the same Lundin group, bought a 51% stake in the Casarones copper mine, which sits at the gateway to the entire district. NGEX Minerals trades on the TSX venture with NGEX. Dura Metals reported the remaining drill results from the 2022 drilling campaign on the company's Newmont Lake project in the Golden Triangle of British Columbia. The company says drilling at the Burgundy Porphyry target continues to encounter consistent copper and gold mineralization from surface, with a second high-grade mineralized zone identified at the limits of drilling. Drilling highlights were here included 40.2 meters of 0.47% copper equivalent and 10.5 meters of 0.84% copper equivalent. Drilling has also significantly increased the potential scale and prospectivity of the McClement Gold Project. First pass drilling into the geochemical anomaly at McClement West encountered mineralized structures and enrichment in an area that has never been drilled before. Results here included 6.2 meters of 0.77 grams per ton gold, 1.2 grams per ton silver, and 0.02% copper from surface. Enduro Metals trades on the TSXV with ENDR and on the OTCQB with ENDMF. Trilogy Metals reported their best grade thickness intersection ever drilled at the Arctic Project in Alaska of 42.8 meters, grading just over 3% copper, 6.2% zinc, 1.5% lead, 0.84 grams per ton gold, and 72.14 grams per ton silver for a copper equivalent of just over 7%. This is all coming from hole 205. This represents the highest ever grade thickness intersection of all of the 237 holes drilled at the Arctic project to date. Today's announcement contained the final 10 holes from last year's field season, which included 10.7,000 meters of diamond drilling, of which 8.3,000 meters were drilled at Arctic, with the remainder on regional exploration targets in the Ambler VMS belt and near Bornite. The 2022 Arctic Infill Program was designed to increase confidence from indicated to measured in areas of the mineral resource block model that would be mined during the first years of production. Trilogy Metals trades on the TSX and the NYSE American with TMQ. American Pacific Mining says they have commenced drilling at the Gooseberry Silver Project in Nevada. The planned 15 holes up to just over 3,000 meters phase 2 drill program will focus on testing the extension of the Gooseberry vein as well as the Elderberry and Strawberry zones. These are new targets generated last year. The company says that a past criticism of Gooseberry was that it was a single vein mine. However, exploration work completed last year revealed that there are at least three additional vein showings at Gooseberry. American Pacific Mining trades on the CSE with USGD and on the OTCQX with USGDF. And having closed a 30 million Canadian bot deal financing in February, Arizona Sonoran Copper has closed a non-broker private placement with Rio Tinto's Newton, exercising its investor rights to maintain its 7.2% ownership interest in the company. Newton bought 1.2 million shares at $2 Canadian for proceeds of the company of 2.5 million. Arizona Snorin 
Copper trades on the TSX with ASCU and on the OTCQX with ASCUF. And finally, Caliber Mining shared operating results for the first quarter of 2023. The company produced a record Q1 production of gold with 65,750 ounces. That's a 27% increase in gold production compared to the same time frame of last year. The company says with Pavan Central ahead of schedule and Eastern Barossi on track for production in Q2, Caliber is well positioned to deliver their full year production guidance of 250,000 to 275,000 ounces. Caliber Mining trades on the TSX with CXB and on the OTCQX with CXBMF. All right, that's a wrap here on the morning briefing. We'll be back later today with more corporate updates. The Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing is produced by Clear Commodity Network and Investment Research Dynamics Mining Stock Journal. It is distributed throughout the world through your podcast network of choice and by your friends over at the Junior Mining Network. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Be well. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.